When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Unmasked Hackmaster Ralph Toy Bashm MD. <laughs> Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brampernard. First time in about seven months the whole family's been on the show at the same time. Okay. Three months. I don't think No, that we were long, in Florida. But... Well, that's right. You guys were on up here and we were on down there. But in the oh, studio. Oh, yeah, in the together. studio. That's yeah, true. It's, it's been, been a while. Long time. Yeah, so, yeah. It's about seven months. Weird. Hey. All I gotta tell you guys. In any case, we'll be right back, kick things off. A couple of special guests up this morning, or I guess it'll be this afternoon, but one of them comes on. But in any case, we'll be right back with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care? It's free with purchase. That's right. I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer. And get Walzer Care for free. Now, this is the kind of music you get everybody jacked up to listen to the show right there. <laughs> That's right. Love Sweetwood yeah. I can't listen to Cat this song. This song to follow. Make, for some reason, makes me cry. I don't know why, but this song just makes me cry. It's one of those songs. There's it's a the few key. songs I cannot listen to it's without tearing up. 
It's the key that it's in, I'm certain. Is it? Well, yeah, yeah, it's in. Stimulate your brain. Oh, certain keys stimulate your brain in certain ways. Stop stimulating my cry brain. Cry brain? I don't like it. There so you have everything it. settled down in the world except for L.A., New nope. York. No, it has not. Yeah, what's, what's going on? Is settling down. Yeah. Wow, that's because the National Guard day. is kicking ass and taking mm-hmm. names. That's why. I so the know. epicenter is settled down. Well, one thing about the well, other cities. Up, so there's nothing to wreck anymore. In a lot of other cities that don't have a duty re- to retreat like Minnesota, people are just getting shot as they go into loot. So, really? Yeah. They're shooting people? If someone breaks into your property in most states, you can shoot them. I think, not there, Minnesota, was, I think there was one. I'm not, I'm not sure. Was there one shooting here, but they were shooting at the cops, or was that in another place? No, it was a, an owner of a pawn shop shot somebody oh, because he was defending his store. The guy ro- tried to rob him. Yeah. Oh. But you can't do that. You cannot shoot someone because of robbery. Nope. You can't? Nope. Unless your life is in danger, you cannot shoot. If someone's burning down your house, too bad. you got to run away. Uh, that's not true. If somebody not breaks true. into your house, that's you can shoot true. them. Nope. No. Duty, re- duty think- to retreat. You can only shoot someone if in order to protect life. Okay, well, I'm and if your life house- isn't in danger, if, if you get home and they're burning your house, you have to go away. Oh, yeah, you go away. You leave. Have the house. If somebody get a new house. is coming into my house, <laughs> best thing in the world. And I don't. I have no idea what their intent is. I mean, if they're crazy enough to break into my house, how do I know what they're going to be doing? Uh, they have to be a credible threat. And I, it's yep. 2 o'clock in the morning. I just wake up. I'm groggy. There's somebody rust- going through the house or whatever. I don't know if they have a gun, a knife, if they're going to try to kidnap people. I don't know. I should be able to shoot them. You should. You sh- well, you used I'm to be sorry. able to. You used to be able to until these nut jobs we have now changed mm-hmm. all that. But you, you, but you, re- you retreat to your bedroom. You close the door. You call the police. If, oh, if and, and, the, and let, so the, oh, so, so they can they can they can take anything they you. want and and, and to, for me it's the best thing in the world. Load it. All, I'll get new stuff. Besides, I need new stuff. Load it into a truck. Get it out of here. Get all this stuff. Out. I won't have to move. Get this garbage out of here. And but if they come in your bedroom, that is in that you warn them on the phone to the police that you will stop them. They open the door. You stop them. Okay, Boom. so, so I, I, you have to assume that everybody has this calm, cool, collected brain yeah, exactly. when somebody's threatening your existence being in your house. Yeah, well that, and that's, you have to have that Good calm. Good luck. You have to have the calm, collected, you have to be calm. Okay, so I guess, I guess what we all need to do is have, uh, have uh, uh, breaking and entering drills so that we can, you know, keep, our, well, keep go, our cool I know somebody some that maniacs does, in go, the house. I know somebody that does that with his wife. He'll be, he has, like, breaking and entering drills. Oh, well, I, well, I don't blame him. Don't blame him. Like, in the middle of the night, he will wake her up and be like, somebody's standing over you with a baseball bat. What do you do? All I would ever think is the Pink Panther. <laughs> okay, i got to read some things for you. These are the headlines from the national news, and the last one that I'm going to read to you is hilarious because it's the only positive thing in the news this morning. Oh, there's something positive? Yeah, but you're going to love what, what they're being positive about. Hong Kong's leader accuses U.S. of double standards. So the U.S. sucks now, according to Hong Kong. SUV hits three officers in Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, six mass extinction is speeding along, and it's entirely our fault. Police pack donations get redirected in New York. The police no longer get the money. The rioters do. 
They're giving money to the rioters. Tucker Carlson goes after Trump. That's why I like Tucker Carlson, because he goes after everybody. Exactly. That's exactly why they I like it. They deserve it. They deserve it. Jimmy Fallon talks biggest crime of white guys. At this rate, uh, Trump is going to get 539 electoral votes. They're going to make it. it. They're going to make an extra one just to drive the. Oh, out. I bet I you. When the smoke clears from this, the spin doctoring is going to be so interesting to watch. The beauty of the modern era is everyone archives everything, though. We can go back, all of those celebrities supporting the rioters, everyone saying burn everything down, that's out there forever now. But those are the people that are actually looking at something other than people that just agree with their little narrow viewpoint of the world, which most people don't. Which is like, yeah, 1% of people. They don't want to even hear it. They just want, this is what somebody says, and that's what Justin Timberlake says, so that's what I believe. There you go. That's very true. Now, the one very positive story this morning is about Hitler. (laughs) Hitler, still dead. Hitler, better than Trump. Austria, probably (laughs) would be better than Trump, yeah. Austrian authorities have presented the winning plan to redesign the house where Adolf Hitler was born in 1889. They're going to turn it into a police station to try to make it unattractive as a pilgrimage site for people who glorify the Nazi dictator. People go there yep. to glorify Hitler. Hitler, which I don't really understand. People do the same thing why for Mao. They do the same thing for Stalin. Why People... wouldn't they have torn that down? I don't know. It's quite the house, though. I'll tell you that. I mean, if that was the whole house where he was born, oh, he was a rich kid. Mom and Dad had some do re mi, brother. Well, he did go to art school. Art school. Yeah, that's right. I heard he sucked at it. Well, yeah. I mean, his art's not bad. It's just nothing special. I never saw it. He could only do fences and concentration camps. It was limited. Every painting was called, God damn it. Wait, wait, no, don't. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, a lot of very negative news in the news this morning. I'd love to bring you some some positive news, but there isn't any. I know I was listening to the radio on the way here. It was just on. And, yeah, it was like, Police officer murdered. Another woman was shot. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm just going to turn this off now. Do you think people will ever understand that Tucker Carlson has a great sense of humor? He's very funny, and he will go after Democrats and Republicans. That's why I like him. Uh, of course, Tucker goes after Trump, so what? how is it written? Normally, Tucker Carlson is kissing Trump's ass, but not. Uh, they cannot give the man credit. For going after both sides. They just can't give them credit for that. No, because like I said, nobody wants to even hear the other side. That is our problem in America, is that nobody can get along. Nobody nobody can listen to anybody else. Everybody's got their own little narrow-minded thing, and they can't be persuaded to even take a look at something else. I guess. I'm legitimately thinking about leaving the country in not very long. Where are you going to go? It's all the same everywhere. Oh, no. Yes, it is. No, No, it's not. America is, is, well, it's America and Western Europe. Those are the only places that act like this. Pretty much. Honestly, the Czech Republic looks pretty good. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's consistently rated one of the safest countries in the world. You know what I would do? Our ancestors, we can go back. Go back to our roots. Yaksimash, baby. Yaksimash. I'm going to go make dumplings on a... 
cottage. I have to say that the Czech dumplings were a big disappointment. Really? They're made out of some bread. They're bread oh, dumplings. They're oh, awful. really? They're awful. Yeah, yeah, potato you'll, dumplings are You'll have to go out into at. the country to the old bohemian countryside. <laughs> well, that's probably where I move, Potato dumplings are where it's at, man. Above all else, I've had it with cities. What's it that? No matter where I go, I'm not going to a city. I... Now I'm with you on that. Yeah. I'm done with cities. Too. Even if I yeah. go to like Siberia, I'm going to stay away from the biggest city because it's still Andy. probably Siberia. a crap. Andy, Lake Luzerne, Switzerland. I love living to Switzerland, but they living want, in heaven. Unless you're uh, very, very successful, they don't want you moving in, and I don't blame them. Just for is it wasn't potato dumpling? Isn't that part of a morning crew? Yeah, potato <laughs> dumpling in the morning, lady. Hey man, it's potato dumpling. <laughs> No, that's probably potato true. dumpling and gravy in the morning. Gravy in the morning. Switzerland, you can get into. It's tough. But some of the no, but no, you have a business. If you have a business and you move a business there, uh-huh. aka yeah. a podcast. Yeah. Oh, Andy, podcasting yeah. from yeah, Switzerland. You have, to, you have to contribute, or they don't want you. That's right. Works for me. Let's and learn one of the seventy-three dialects of Swiss German. And you also have to learn German, and you also have you have to, to learn a specific kind of German because nope. they all do, speak yeah. different kinds. No, of German. you can learn French. French. Well, that depends on where you're. Yeah, well, parts, part, certain parts of yeah are, are Lake Lamont. So you yeah. want to move to Lake Lamont rather than Lake Bonjour. Lucerne. Lucerne. Lucerne is, that's all German up there in Lucerne. That's Lucerne all I love Switzerland. We were in Switzerland <laughs> oh for what, about four days. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> Only our luck, of course, my my lovely wife and I. First time, maybe in history, we go and get a, a nice suite in a hotel in in uh, Switzerland. It was a hundred degrees that day. Yeah, oh. air, air conditioning in Europe is a flipping oh, joke. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> what they call air conditioning, we would consider a broken fan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, there is. God, it was hot. There's always Iceland. That never gets hot. Ever. Iceland never they gets hot. They don't want you in there, though. No, they don't. They, don't <laughs> they really don't want they you in really there. They really don't want yeah. you in Iceland. Unless you're Icelandic. Unless you really. promise not to have children. <laughs> yeah. Marry the locals. Keep yeah. your <laughs> filthy blood out of our gene pool. Yeah, exactly. We have to take a break. Be right back with the family. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years, but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner, and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? <laughs> Real nice. Chuck Nabla. <laughs> Chuck Nabla. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you. 
just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. I don't really understand it with myself, no. but... <sighs> what do they got? Was my thing take. off again? God, I hate Every it when breath I do that. Really? <laughs> Is that how we're doing it? Okay. Every move I, make. I was thinking of... Uh, yeah. I won't back down. And I'll stay. Yeah, exactly. Back down. Oh, yeah, it sounds like both of those. I'm sure Mark Freeman's having a ball listening to you guys belt out tunes. Every breath. <laughs> that was named that tune. That was named that tune, Mark. The police. Definitely the police. And and P Diddy. P Diddy. Oh well, I mean, he sampled it. He sure did. Mark, I still love the fact that Rory McIlroy, the professional golfer, was asked to name one of the Beatles. And he said George Lucas. George <laughs> Lucas. Oh, dear. <laughs> the Beatles' famous catchphrase, youth use is, the force. Yeah, <laughs> use the force. Your That's what it is. showing. The book, Modern Family, the untold oral history of one of television's groundbreaking sitcoms. Our guest, Mark Freeman. Um, you're, gonna, you're not going to have a real hard time convincing us, Mark, because one of my favorite scenes in the history of television was a scene where the two men bring their little baby Lily. And by the way, when the bro- when the brother-in-law said, "Lily, will she be able to say her own name?" <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my God! You remember that line, Mark? I I do. There was uh, Steve Levitan, one of the co-creators. He he was laughing about. It. He brought it up himself because you know some people could conceive it as controversial or something. Right. But it was just such a funny line, and he said that's pretty much why they. You know, named her Lily. It was just a great joke. It's a I phenomenal think you should joke. be able to have characters who say stupid things yes. without them being an extension of the writer's beliefs. Yeah, I mean, that that's ultimately the goal of the writer, really. It's like, you can express yourself as the writer, uh, your views, but really, if you're writing for a character and you're voicing the character... You have to be true to what the character is saying and and can't inflect your own political or whatever human beliefs. Hmm, Good luck with that. It's very difficult, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Seems like they'd do it anyway. I mean, it is true that certain people from certain Asian countries would not be able to say the name Lily. They'd say Riri. I mean, that is a fact. Not everyone. Cantonese, yeah. In Japan, it would be Riri. Riri, yeah, Riri. Um, Mark, I could sit here all day and give you my favorite lines from Modern <laughs> Family, but I won't do that. Uh, some some of the best lines, it's great writing, really great writing on that show. Thank you. Um, you know, you, you were talking about some of the best lines, and, and one of the things, when I go into these oral histories, uh, prior to this I had done articles, but one of the things, I'll, I'll ask them, favorite episode, favorite whatever, and, and you start to almost do a checklist. It's like a, a baseball game. Who, you know, who's scoring the most runs? And, and for this show, the majority of them chose the Las Vegas episode as one of their favorites, which surprised me. I didn't really have an idea going in exactly what they would choose, but they all loved that episode because it was a farce and it went uh, very different than a lot of the other 
flow of the episodes. It was very play-like. You know, with the farce, there's a lot of opening and closing of doors and misunderstandings and constant movement. And they just really enjoyed that episode as an anomaly to what they normally did. Mark, do we are we at a point now where some of the things that happen on Modern Family would no longer be tolerated? Do you think Riri would be tolerated today? Oh, she can't even say her own name. Another one was when the two uh, the two gay men, uh, uh, Lily's parents, tried to get her into a very special school. Thought they had it made because they're both gay. She's Asian. I mean, this is perfect. It's going to be wonderful. They'll get in, and all of a sudden they look over, and there's a lesbian black woman in a wheelchair. <laughs> It was brilliant, Mark. Well, uh, you know, a little-known fact there, the secretary who comes up to Cam and Mitch to let them in Mm -hmm. is played by Lauren Cohen from The Walking Dead. That was like one of her first little cameos. Right. Um, But, uh, you know, again, it, it kind of really, the show, if you talk to the creators, they will tell you, even with the idea of creating the characters of Mitch and Cam, it wasn't a political statement. Right. It was more, this is the way life is. If you're talking about a modern family, what are the modern families that mm-hmm. we see? And you couldn't, in their minds, do this modern family without including uh, characters like Mitch and Cam. And, and they came to that conclusion after thinking lots of different iterations of family groupings. Um, but that just made sense to them, so they weren't really laying down the law of their political beliefs as this is a reflection holding up a mirror to the families today. I would love to get back to that, by the way, because I really don't care about you know people's personal political opinions. I care to laugh and be entertained. <laughs> That's what I, That would be really nice if we get back to that. But do you think those two things... The, the Riri line and the, the black lesbian woman in a wheelchair, would you be able to do that even today, just a few years later like this? I personally believe you would Good. because, again, it's under the context of who the character is or the scene around them um, and, and their reactions. So to me, you would be, you know, it kind of... Uh, with the political correctness, it, it's kind of really hard to predict from moment to moment yeah. uh, what is acceptable. But, uh, you know, writers, sometimes they'll put it out there and uh, they'll be surprised when there's backlash. Um, Lily got backlash for the episode where she um, supposedly swears. Um, and some people didn't like that. They didn't think that was good, a child swearing, which she didn't actually. They, you know, bleeped it out and she said fudge. But, um, <laughs> but still, it's like... Uh, it's funny. You just never know. Um, and sometimes even the cast, uh, um, Gloria says a line uh, about Peruvians um, as a Colombian, and, and there was backlash, and she, um, Sophia kind of laughed it off. She's like, you know, it's a line. It wasn't yeah. controversial. People are trying to make controversy where there isn't any and doesn't need to be. Mark, whoever put together that cast, and maybe it was a group of people put together the cast, that cast was right on the money pretty much with every character. Well, one of the things I talk about in the book, because uh, I wanted to have a secondary theme, um, I wanted to make it accessible to everybody, and I didn't want it to just be it's only Modern Family fans. So the secondary theme is television production, yeah, and good. Modern Family being the example of a TV production that is very successful and becomes iconic. And so in the casting chapters, you kind of go through 
what the process is, and, and it can be a very difficult process where you have hundreds of people um, coming back. In, in fact, I had learned through these oral histories, I used to think you audition in front of the producers and, and that's it, but it's, it's this three-step process. You audition in front of the casting director. If he likes you, he takes you to the producers. If the producers like you, they take you to the studio. If the studio approves of you, you go to the network, and in each iteration it's getting whittled down from you know 10 people to eight people to two people and then ultimately the network will choose between two or sometimes three um and in this case everything kind of uh, didn't fall into their lap because there was definitely some difficult casting um, pieces but Mm -hmm. in terms of the relationships and how the people the cast and crew got along that's reflected on scene they really did enjoy each other you know, I notice in a lot of commercials these days, there's kind of a Phil character, but nowhere near as funny. Nowadays, for for the white man to be a moron is kind of like a staple in advertising. But Phil was a, a new a, thing. Was a great moron. I mean, he played his part so it was a great character. So, uh, Chris Lloyd, one of the co-creators, he was talking about this year's um, in the final season when um, Phil's father, um, the great Fred Willard, um, he, uh, the character had passed away in an episode, and Chris had co-written the episode, and he, one of the things he brought up, because I happened to be on set, um, I didn't get to see the episode filmed, but I was on set while they were finishing up writing it, and, you know, he, he said that this idea that his father, he might be a disappointment to his father because he didn't follow in the family trade. And the father comes back and says, you know, that's not your role. Your, your role is kind of, I don't want to call it an entertainer, but, but you know, your role is, is to be there for people and to make them feel good and to be empathetic and in a lot of ways to be the dad that maybe all of us aspire to without the klutziness. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, you know, that role is is what he did. The 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 um, what's his name? Ty Burrell. Ty Burrell. Good, Mark. Really nice. <laughs> My Alzheimer's moment. But but Ty talked about those that there was this um, slippery slope with the uh, Phil and Gloria because if he handled it wrong, it would be lascivious. And he kept using that word, lascivious. It's our word of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, because it could be kind of leering and creepy, mm-hmm. but it was always innocent. And and Claire accepted it, kind of rolled her eyes at it, but she didn't ever think, oh, he might actually really want to have an affair with her. It was just he couldn't handle being around uh, Gloria's beauty. And so it was a funny little thing. And so there's this naivete and innocence to him. So the things he's doing aren't stupid uh, as much as either reacting like a child without a filter um or as uh chris also said in another thing he's, he's kind of like a dog um, rolling on the dirt in the sun you know it's just like he's enjoying the sun and he has n- no real agenda i think it's wonderful mark thank you so much for your time today modern family the untold oral history of one of television's groundbreaking sitcoms i love the fact it's about television production it's about the show Mark, great guest. Thank you, sir. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Have a good day. You too. We'll be back in a couple of minutes with the family. 
Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. Hey, it must be 520 in the morning. This is a song they play every day before I start my show. It's like, Jesus, oh, yeah, really? we get it. The movie was huge. I get it. Yeah, I know. If you um, could, would you rather or rather not know how many times you've heard Queen in your life? <laughs> oh, God, there's no doubt. Galileo, 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 Galileo. I don't know. Uh, a number that, that cannot song. be expressed like by it. humans. Because it's bohemian. Yeah, uh, Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody, yeah, exactly. I like it against my people. Yeah. I love Queen. Railing again. I used to, but it, I've heard it so much now, it's I just so can't do it anymore. Yeah. It's love overplayed. Love it. Yeah, me too. I mean, I never did like, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. I just not, I'm a rock and roll guy. I like rock and roll music. I'm a rock and roll guy. Yeah, I'm a rock and roller guy. man. <laughs> That's exactly what I meant. I Get on listen, your heart, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be rock fabulous. Rock and roll again, again. Why don't you settle down over there? How about that action? Tattoo on each cheek, R and R. Oh, I love that new commercial. I don't even know who that it's for, but the, on his nose. the woman... Oh, there's a young mother with her probably like 20 year old daughter, and they're eating, and there's a new tattoo on the inside of the daughter's right arm. And the mother goes, Is that a tattoo? And it's a you know, Chinese figure, obviously. Oh, God. Is that a new tattoo? And she goes, Yes. She goes, Well, what does it say? And the girl goes, I don't speak Chinese. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, oh, okay. I just picked one at random. <laughs> it just it kind of looked good, so I took that. It means bucket. One. You know, they, <laughs> yes, it means bucket. It they means. actually do that, or did. I haven't really seen this phenomenon oh, yeah. in a good decade. But they did do that in reverse in China and Japan a lot during the 90s. Oh, did they? They would have products, you know, like a graphic tee kind of thing. But the text would be in English, but it would just be gibberish. Someone would just go like on the keyboard, right? <laughs> and but they couldn't read it. They just saw English yeah, text and were like, yeah. "Ooh, this means well, love nowadays and prosperity." You can Google it to know what it says. That's true. Oh, yeah, there were, yeah, like restaurant signs. They'd have restaurant signs that said like translation error on them. <laughs> Translation <laughs> error. Yeah, but they uh, they didn't know what they were reading, so they were just like, "Sure, it looks good to me." I could, can't remember if it was Coca Cola or Pepsi Cola. Are you talking about bite the wax tadpole? Yeah. Suck the wax tadpole. Yeah. Suck the, it translated their logo, the way it was printed, translated in Chinese, was it Andy? Uh, yeah. Chinese. Well, how it works Suck was... Suck the wax tadpole. Because, <laughs> because the term Coca-Cola, just like the sound of the words Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola was so yeah. known throughout the world, they had to recreate that in Chinese using their own alphabet. So it was like, oh. you know, yeah, Coca-Cola or something like that. 
which just by coincidence translated into nonsense phrase, yeah, bite the wax tadpole. <laughs> Like in Chinese, does, yeah. in Chinese, often you're not supposed to look at the meaning of the characters. You're just supposed to sound them out, and this is especially true for things like uh, loan words from other languages. You just say it, and you ignore what the letters actually mean because they don't yep. mean anything. Yeah. Well, okay, if Andy, if you could huh. do me a favor, because everybody in this room would enjoy it, because we're all dog lovers. Dog. There is you're a, a dog lover now. There is a dog. <laughs> what happened? Judy. Judy. <laughs> Let's be Judy. 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 Jude pays attention to him. So now he's a dog Kazzy lover. Russell and Nipsey Russell and Razzmatazz. Chester and Clayton and Tucker. Mm-hmm. Um, would you find the audio? There's a woman who catches her dog doing something, and I don't know what it is. And she comes in and she goes, Did you do this? And for the next about 40 seconds, the dog covers up every word. She's Every time she opens her mouth, she goes, Arr! <laughs> it's hilarious. If you could find that, Andy, like you guys sage, would love sage it. Sage now, if you tell him to do something he can. doesn't want to do, he he turns away from he you. He just goes. He just turns his back <laughs> on you. <laughs> we were out to dinner, and Andy was trying. I said, Andy, give him a napkin so he can wipe his hands because he wanted to go to the potty for the fifteenth time, even though he didn't really have to go. And so Andy's like, "Here you go." He just turns away from him. He like blinked. He like batted his eyes very like, slowly, very <laughs> slowly. slowly turns nose away. up in the sky and That's turns hilarious. his back. I'm like, "Wow!" A well, two-year-old came, came really close to breaking that nose last night when yeah. he fell. Yeah, oh, God, I know. Man. Smacked right here yeah. on the edge of the table. Right on the edge of the table. Yeah, he recovers fast. Um, he, he bounces back. One of our back. listeners is on the case. She knows what you're talking about. Oh, she does? Yep. It is hilarious. She goes, what did you do? <laughs> as, as soon as she goes, what did he starts howling. Did you guys ever look up that dog I was telling you about that looks looks at photos of him doing things yeah. and he, he cre- creates it? There's this dog. It's like they show him a picture of him sitting. I don't know. Maybe it's a girl. Um, and he sits. Standing. Stands. There's a curtain behind him. And they show him the picture with uh, him with a curtain on his head halfway. He goes underneath the curtain and does Smart dog. <laughs> my God. Well, they trained him to do that. I'm well, like, yeah. you're so dumb. I know. Instead of saying sit, you just show him the picture. Judy's taking yeah, a punch. Yeah, but the fact that they can translate a picture. Yeah, no. it is. Pretty amazing. It's an interesting experiment in what dogs like well, dogs comprehend of the world. Because they ignore screens. Yeah. But clearly they see what's well, going Jude on. They just don't care. watch Screens. What do you mean, TV screens? Yeah. Oh, Jude does not ignore TV screens. No? Yeah, there are well, attacks. He, does, yeah. like, he doesn't like a person. Oh, yeah. Sometimes yeah. he just doesn't like somebody. Daisy that could not care screen. less what's on TV. Okay. Yeah, yeah Judy, think I've got does. The, uh, Judy hates people. I think I've got the video here. This is it, then. Oh, no, you got to start it at the beginning. <laughs> this is the beginning. Jeez. <laughs> Every time she opens her mouth, It's a husky. No, 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 no. You're bad. Jeez. Is it the greatest ever? Every time she goes, dog equivalent of la la la. I'm not listening. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Everything's fine. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I heard that this morning. Tony played it about 6 a.m. and I just started laughing. That's hilarious. Oh, God. The second she starts, what did you do? (laughs) (laughs) This goes off the deep end. 
nothing. <laughs> or you see those videos so of somebody, you know, so the couch is ripped up or somebody pooped on the floor and they got three or four dogs and like who did it and they all look at one of them they all look at the other one. <laughs> I think it was fluffy this one yeah. I, follow a, I follow a dog on Instagram and it has the owner of the dog is a speech therapist and she trained the dog to push buttons for when he wants to say and he can like put together sentences Really? so like what do you want to do and he'll be like go water play ah. park Ocean, really? like yeah, he like, like puts the together. Really? Yeah, and it's like just this random mutt dog. She would be dinner, 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 sleep, sleep, dinner, dinner, sleep, sleep. That's what true. his would be. Beauty. <laughs> yeah, he Beauty, you're taking a lot of and, bunches today. In the evening, you might ask for a scotch. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe a scotch. Scotch. An outside chance of that happening. Yeah. Well, if you put a scotch button on your dog's control panel, it's your own fault. Yeah. Well, One of my favorite things. Drink alcohol. Catherine he does. <laughs> he does. Catherine and my first dog together was was Clayton, the Irish setter. Yeah. And when he did something wrong, he would sit there, and Catherine would go, "What did you do?" And his eyes, He'd eyebrows started yeah. dancing up He'd and have down. His eyebrows, nothing. <laughs> he was Nothing. Thinking about about it. Ding, <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh. I remember him, but down. barely. No, I remember oh, yeah. him. I was. You remember Clayton? Yeah. I mean, I was probably what? About the farm. Seven yeah. or eight when he died. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so you were five. I don't I guess, remember a lot about six. my childhood, like early childhood, but I well, remember no. our animals. Yeah, I <laughs> remember so Tucker. Weird. I remember Clayton. Yeah, yeah. that's so weird because I remember everything back to when I was three years old. I don't everything. Do that. And I guess at seven, it's supposed to wipe out your memory. At four, generally. Oh, was at four? I thought yeah. it was at three. Uh, seven. Four? Childhood amnesia. Yep. So Fawn is going to start forgetting everything well, that happened. Well, that's because they have to start replacing oh, well, it with. Things that matter. With math. So why do I still why do I retain that? No, you just have a special that makes, memory. That's weird. Some but your head's so large. Well, and it's you're safe for living with this. Oh, you're safe for living with this. Kids before kids before four still they still remember like trauma and stuff like that. And they'll remember yeah, they remember like yeah, words that you taught them and stuff like that. Yeah, go to Belladie. Yeah, I was going to say in 10 years, Fawn's probably not going to remember Over Bella. a year, probably? It's been a year, and Fawn still every once in a while will come up to me and say, I miss Bella, or Bella died. Yeah. Yeah, she does that every so often. It's been a year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was little. Three. She might not forget her, but mm-hmm. odds well, are. Well, and I think she probably won't because there's, like, pictures of her and videos. That's true. She's constantly and... reminded, yeah. Whereas when we were yeah. kids, yeah, there were no pictures That's of all the animals all over the house. I was always wondering is if, some, yeah. if, if kids are going to remember actually what happened or just because everything is... They're told. Yeah. Well, people everything already do right that in, in real life. Well, but I do think it like keeps the memories of them alive. Yeah. You know, like showing her videos and stuff will help her remember actually having Bella yeah. around because if you didn't see videos of her it would yeah. just be something that would just, just be dumped kids every every milestone every you know probably every week every day is pro- is recorded now I mean you know people are constantly yeah, that's true memorializing yeah. everything now but that's so. a standard psycho- psychologic kind of uh, test uh, that where uh, when a psychologist took his child and said um, oh did you see the pink bunny that just ran across the street oh and then he kept saying oh remember the pink bunny you just saw across the street just tell mommy about the pink bunny you saw across the street. And then he asked her, what happened today? Oh, it's a pink bunny ran across the street yeah. when nothing happened. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. So you can t- teach them anything. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Kids, yeah, they'll believe anything you tell them. Well, their imaginations are so wild oh, yeah. that they can like, oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, Fawn thinks she has magic powers. When she feels like it. 
Yes. But Only you, when she feels like if it. If you try to point it out to her, she acts like a 13-year-old. Yeah, she's like, I don't have, what's already, what's wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, she was waving around a magic wand the other day, and Dan was like, be careful with that thing. It has very strong powers. And she goes, Dad. I was like, what? She's yeah. getting started with the parental embarrassment early. Yeah. Dad. She's like, it's just pretend. We shall take a break. Be back in the second hour. Is Kristen going to join us the second hour? Uh, yeah. Good. Excellent. Glad to hear you. We figured it out. We'll be back.